Reggie Dundee, Ali's trainer, right next to me is saying it. You may hear him. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Welcome to the Classic Sports Banter Podcast, the podcast where we reminisce, analyze, debate, and discuss classic sports events and personalities. Here are your hosts, Buega and Dimola. What's going on, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us today, and welcome to Classic Sports Banter. I have to get my... I was going to say, yeah. you always cheat your voice. Wait, 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 uh, yo, I have to get the, <laughs> the spice in there, okay, you know, okay. the spice, my microphone voice, uh, that type yeah. of thing, you know. Uh, but hello, welcome to Classic Sports Banter. This is the show where we reminisce, analyze, debate, discuss classic sports events and personalities. Yes, I yes, get on yes, now. Yes, 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 that's what we do. And this is Dimola and co-host Buega. How you oh, doing? How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. How are you, sir? Yeah, I can't complain. You know, as football has been making plans and doing things, you know, things like, you know, martial arts, pugilistic sports, mm-hmm. boxing, I don't know if they're making as much plans, you know. Like, uh, 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 there's one of them that's One of those, uh, what's, what do they even call it? What do they even call the thing? Oh, uh, I think I know the one you're talking about here. An yeah. exhibition fight between uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. I remember one of these boxing movies, Rocky IV. There was an exhibition fight between Apollo Creed and oh. Ivan Drago. Isn't, isn't that the one where Apollo Creed died? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're not saying anything like that. We're not prophesying anything like that. It's one of those things where I'm looking at the uh, at the two gentlemen that are supposed to be involved in this fight. That's Roy Jones Jr. and oh, Iron Mike Tyson. Yes, well, yes. maybe he'll. Iron Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson, I'm Mike thinking, Tyson. what is Roy Jones thinking? I don't know. You want to go in, I don't care if the man is 70 years old, you want to go into the ring with that guy? Mm, and especially, you know, we know what happened when Roy Jones got hit. Yes, Tava, now that's on, my point. Tava. You know, Tava I mean, he was, put him to sleep. We might not, we might say, you like to say, oh, he was not in his prime or he was his prime, but, you know. He was uh, not uh, in his uh, prime, uh, but he still got put to sleep. You know, uh, was he, he wasn't really put to sleep. Oh, he no, was. He was. He, he, I mean, he was dazed he was completely. The man punched him and he folded like yeah, a duck, yeah, like did, a deck chair. He, yeah, he did. He put to, he was put to sleep and then he woke up when he hit the canvas, <laughs> you know. And then there's Glenn Johnson again, uh-huh. you know, uh, Glenn Johnson that knocked him, knocked him out cold. So, uh, so. It's kind of hard. I'm kind of wondering what the, what in the world the man is thinking. But I don't know. He thinks he can, he can box and move. He can, you know, stick and move and all that stuff. Uh, all right. Do as the Mike Johnny Reese thing. old Mike Tyson you know. said, everybody has a plan to get punched in the mouth. Yeah. If, if, if they really go after it and go at it, I don't care that Mike Tyson is in his 50s or whatever, however old he is. And it's an exhibition fight I with heavier gloves and everything. catches yeah. you with one. Yeah. Trust me, you're going to sleep. But let's get into our topic for fantastic. today, though, because <laughs> yeah, <fantastic. laughs> you know, it's interesting because Tyson is part of our topic for today. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, circumstantial situation, Circum- situational circumstances. Circumstance, yeah. yeah, the one with the grammar now. <laughs> okay. So, well, before, I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to go back into history. Um, a date that live will live in. Maybe not box. Maybe infamy. Maybe boxing infamy. I don't mm-hmm. know. February eleventh. February, February 11th, 1990. I still remember where I was. Uh, no, no. Hold that. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Where that that was the day when this happened. To this point, oh, Mike tries to land a big right hand to Oakley. He went back in his heels. Doesn't have the good balance. His legs together is busted. Landing these. Oh, nice uppercut by Buster Douglas. Look at this. He's not. Tyson hits the canvas. He's in big trouble. He may not be able to 
I still remember where I was when that happened. You, you see, okay. I, I mean, I have I, a story, I, but go ahead. And, Let me and, hear and I remember the, the, I actually heard this exact commentary. The stun, I mean, the, the, from the beginning of that fight, from the first round, it was, it was just, I, 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 I was shocked. Let me let me tell you. So I was in just one at the time. I remember clearly. And you know, growing up, I was a Mike Tyson. If I want to say disciple, mm -hmm, that's what I was. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, my all yeah. my, all videos my dad ever shared with me about boxing. My earliest memories of watching boxing were about Mike Tyson and his fantastic knockout. So he had in my mind this aura. We didn't have live TV. Well, not that we didn't have live TV, but obviously it was delayed. Right, I was right. Boarding school again. I remember it clearly. We were getting bits and pieces of news from different people. Oh, did you know Mike Tyson got knocked out? I still remember where I was when that happened. You, you okay? I, I mean, I have I, a story, I, but go ahead. And, Let me hear and, story. and I remember the the. I actually heard this exact commentary. The stun. I mean, the, the, from the beginning of that fight, from the first round, it was, it was just. I, 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 I was shocked. Let me let me tell you. <laughs> so I was in just one at the time. I remember clearly, and you know, growing up, I was a Mike Tyson. If I want to say disciple, mm -hmm, that's what I was. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, Mike. All, yeah. my, all videos my dad ever shared with me about boxing, my earliest memories of watching boxing were about Mike Tyson and his fantastic knockout. So he had, in my mind, this aura. We didn't have live TV. Well, not that we didn't have live TV, but obviously it was delayed. Right, I was right. boarding school again. I remember it clearly. We were getting bits and pieces of news from different people. Oh, did you know Mike Tyson got knocked out? And I was like, no, oh, that's not true. Uh, people are lying. That kind of thing. <laughs> you know, they're like, all these people are trying to boo-boo me and all those kinds of things. But the, the thing kept growing people were saying no he really did get knocked out and then a day or two later we get the newspaper because at that time newspaper, they, there was no internet and everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, like obviously that, we're in boarding school so our newspaper delay was like two days and there it was bold on the back of the paper mike tyson got knocked out mm. and my jaw dropped i couldn't believe it i was 11 years old maybe 11 12 years. i couldn't believe it wow, wow this man who was my hero who was my you know muhammad the ali invincible the invin iron mike tyson i watched numerous videos of him for him to actually get knocked out was something i couldn't believe but it's it's amazing i was like wow i remember that very very yeah deeply. so it's interesting now that we're looking back reminiscing about it and uh, i always like how you take things and you break them down situational circumstances mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and we're we're what we want to do right now is actually go back reminisce about it talk about the good things that we obviously like you're talking about now and the situational circumstances that happened outside the ring yeah we'll break them down around you know, three three uh, yeah. sort of discussion points you know? and then inside yeah, the ring inside which the is ring. what everyone is familiar mm -hmm. with to, to be honest we are only speculating about the things that happened outside the ring mm -hmm. but inside the ring we mm -hmm. all saw what happened mm -hmm. and of course after the fight uh, you know outside the ring after the fight post, so, post fight uh, kind of so yeah, yeah and and i think we can just kind of just dive into it yeah yeah, yeah yeah let's so, go let's go right uh, ahead let's go right ahead uh, you know, I've been doing a little bit of talking here, so let me uh, let me let you take. <laughs> you sure? 
You sure you want to do that? Because you know me, I, I can talk and talk and talk. Oh. I have liberty to interrupt. Since you are, I started the show today. <laughs> All right, no problem. I pre- I, well, you know what? I appreciate that. Thank you very much for giving me the floor. Um, Remember so, that, though. Yeah, yeah. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, it wasn't going to take too long before you start jumping down my throat. All right. So the first option is, uh, or the first um, circumstance we're talking about is outside the outside range. Outside the range, yep. Um, you know, it's leading been... Leading up to the fight. Yeah, leading yep. up to the fight. It's been... It was my contention, obviously, that it seems like Mike Tyson wasn't the Iron Mike Tyson. He already said it in that um, documentary. Yeah, um, the undisputed yeah, truth. Undisputed that yeah. He wasn't training. He said he wasn't training, but I want to say he wasn't training as much. Maybe, I, I don't believe that you can just walk into the ring as... Yeah, not train. <laughs> I don't care who you're fighting, obviously. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but, yeah, but if he gets into the ring with uh, either one yeah, of us, well, no, boxer, he doesn't need to train. If you get into the ring with a boxer, <laughs> obviously, you, you have to train a little bit. Yeah, you definitely. can't just wake up and yep. roll out and go and fight. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. beat you. But... There was um, a case where there's a case to be made that he wasn't really um, training as much. He didn't have his longtime partner um, Kevin Rooney, who'd left, mm-hmm. um, Costamado, who who died, Jim Jacobs, who had died, and and the team Tyson just wasn't there. He was working with that big head man who I don't want to talk about right now. I don't want to, do, you know, I don't want to mention <laughs> him, but that guy only in America. That guy, um, you know, so. I know it can come off as a bit of an excuse, and maybe it is. You maybe. sounded like it, though. Maybe it is, but <laughs> I just think that if that team was there with him then, maybe by 86 when he became heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. by you know, 88 when he fought Michael Spinks, all those guys, if that team was still there, could it have made a difference? Probably. What do you think? Uh, I think it would have made a difference. And here's where somebody will want to punt me in the face here. <laughs> because I think the outcome would still be the same. If, oh, you, me? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I think the think outcome so. would still be the same. Because even though there wasn't uh, any Team Tyson outside the ring, there was also a Team Douglas that was with him and without him. And so all the yeah, whole team, with team, team without I, him, what does that mean? I, I, but you just said somebody <laughs> not there with him. No, you said, <laughs> true. You now, said with him, without him. Yes, now. What does that well, mean? But, okay, nah, what I'm what, sorry what, to cut you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see what that means? Uh, well, okay. <laughs> so basically, and, and for him, Team Douglas would be, okay, let's say his mom, mm-hmm. his father, mm-hmm. uh, and all the other, I, I don't know, his, uh, his trainer definitely had always been with him, stayed with him. But his mother being with him mm-hmm. to a certain point, and mm-hmm. she passed 23 days or 21 day, or I think 23 days before the fight. And that fight could have been canceled. Yeah. You know, his father not being with him uh, physically, okay. you know, to train him and everything because mm-hmm. his father was a boxer. So those circumstances actually fueled him. Obviously losing his mom, that fueled him. Obviously have, not having his father there and at the time that he won the fight, when he won the fight in the ring, when he said that, you know, that this is for you, mm-hmm. you know. Meaning that, hey, look, he did it his way, and he he did something that his father never did. So, I think whether that was there, whether Team Tyson was there, there's that you know. That's why I say somebody might punch me in the face. I say, are you crazy? I just think that it still would have happened. So, having Team Douglas there, the good parts of Team Douglas that were there, and the good parts that were not there for whatever reason. Yeah, but you see. That's that's kind of where I'm going with what well, trying to go with that argument. And I know people that are listening here will try and say maybe I'm trying to make excuses for him, but just bear with me in this conversation. Or they might say that I'm out of my mind no. completely. <laughs> See, all of the things that you've mentioned for Douglas mm-hmm. were 
could be used in a positive sort of motivational kind of thing. Yes. You know, I lost my mom. I want to, you know, I want to want to do this for my mom. My dad is not here. I want to, you know, could also be used negatively. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that those could those could be sort of motivational. You know, I have to do this for my mom. I have to do this for, you know, should prove to my dad that I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. I have to do this for, you know, all those people. Whereas Tyson's was the other way. He didn't have the positive voices in his ear. He had, I want to say, the negative voices in his ear. He didn't have the Jim Jacobs that was saying, you know, you're good enough. You, this is what you need to do. He had people that were sort of like, yes, man. You know, go ahead. Do uh, no, do. Uh, no, no, no. Doug, uh, Doug, go ahead. Go I'm going to say his name. Don King was saying he's the best. <laughs> so yeah, but Tyson Neal also knew that he was the best. He, could, no, he, couldn't, he yeah, could not be beat. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, so, well, well, it's, possi- yeah. it's possible. But, it's but, possible. But, but what would you say again would be another circumstance outside the ring that you know uh, that kind of led up to this event? Outside, oh, are you talking about the the marital issues that he was having? Yeah, are you talking I about guess, the yeah. fact that he, you know, the fear factor was not there. What are you talking about? You know, probably, I think that it's it's amazing. Like, I, I wish there was a show that said something like an athlete's mind. You know, mm-hmm. like where, like what was act, what was he actually going through? Because really, he was believing, he believed in his head that he could not possibly be beat. Who, that, that, yeah, yeah, he could obviously, not possibly obviously, be beat, obviously. and everything that <laughs> he did around that notion that he could not possibly be beat led him to that ring and led him to that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and on the opposite side, and so maybe the pressure of being champion, the way he was handling that pressure. Don't be laughing. Are you, are you hold, on, hold on, hold on. You have to listen to me. The way he was handling that pressure was, I'm the best in the world. I'm the baddest man in the plaza. I cannot possibly be beat. That was how he's handling the pressure. Meanwhile, I like to quote Pele when he said, and I paraphrase him where he said, like, look, no matter how good you are, there is somebody out there who is training just as hard and if not harder than you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't put in that work, when you get out there, that person's going to be better you. than yeah. you. Yep, yep. And that, it, meanwhile, Douglas, who has said that his past history, his losses, even the Tony Tucker fight, everything led him up to this point where he learned from his mistakes, he learned from his losses, and it got him to that. It got him to that point. So the way he handled, you know, pressure, I think was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, obviously, so, because. Obviously, the, and he I didn't get, have pressure of being a champion. He I, had pressure of wanting to be champion. Okay, so am I, I, I am I right to say that the pressure worked against Tyson and the pressure worked for Buster Douglas because Buster Douglas didn't have any pressure. He had no expectation. If he lost, nobody cared. He was a forty-two to one underdog. So the pressure of the weight of expectation is not on his shoulders. He can go out and be free. You know, maybe the fear, maybe the fear <laughs> of getting punched, or maybe the fear of Tyson, Tyson's. Um, power punching power mm-hmm. historically maybe that could have been something that was bringing him but aside from that yeah, i do i think he went in there you know not a care of the world if i lose it doesn't matter nobody cares i didn't even think he went in there thinking he was going to lose no 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 what i, I don't say, no not, not that he thinking he was going to lose mm-hmm. but maybe not ex not expected to win not expected By who? no 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 that's why we, let's not go back and no, forth on this quickly, one. quickly. <laughs> that's why that's why he was a 42 to 1 underdog Mm-hmm. Him himself, maybe he himself expected to win, mm-hmm. but you know, there's an added pressure of expectation from 
the outside right. that you don't have if you're um, Buster Douglas, okay. somebody that is picked, somebody that is picked to be a you know just a whipping boy, just just you a shoe that. in basically. No. I'll give you this. Yeah, I'll give you this because. The pressure, you could say that the pressure on Tyson to win was there because right after that was supposed to be a holy Holy fight. fight, So that pressure, which he had been ducking for for the last three. Did I just say he was ducking? Yeah, you said he was ducking. My Tyson is listening. I was was just joking. (laughs) Nobody was. I didn't say you were ducking anybody. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, you're allowing me to say somebody. Well, yeah, what does that? You open your mouth. What's going on? Anyway, so basically, that was outside the ring. All right, that's. I guess that's. That's outside, outside the ring, the ring before the fight, yeah, essentially. Yeah, okay. So the day of the fight, inside the ring, Tyson, the same thing. The same, Com- se- the se- same se- coming out the same, uh, coming out the same way. No shirt, no socks. Yeah. You know, no, no, no fanfare. That I think even Jim Lampley said, was it Jim Lampley or somebody that said it looked like Tyson was bored. When, yeah, when some, doing somebody, doing that, somebody yeah. said somebody it looks like, yeah, like Tyson you was know, Almost like let me get this over with and get back to United States, something like that. But I'd say. The first thing, though, mm-hmm. inside the ring was that, and I don't know if this is a circumstance here, there was no fear factor. Buster Douglas was not afraid. Yeah. I mean, in his eyes, and, and, and I mean, now in hindsight, looking back, you can say, oh, he wasn't afraid and everything. Maybe if he lost the fight, one would say that, oh, he was afraid. But what confirmed that he wasn't afraid was the first two, three rounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way he jabbed, the way he moved, the way he... You know, when uh, no one can really see my gesticulations, my, gest- here. my gestures here, but <laughs> you put your shoulders, your your forearms on the, the shorter guy's uh, shoulders and push the guy back. Mm-hmm. He did all that. And anytime Tyson stepped in, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. It's like putting shots together. You know, yeah. I mean, what, what, what do you say about that? That, that, that first of all, is I think the circumstance that. And that's why I don't know if it's a circumstance or not, but yeah, yeah. there was no fair factor. Yeah. Well, again, I will say I'm coming from a position <laughs> of being a Mike Tyson quote unquote disciple. So it may seem as if my uh, arguments are a little bit biased towards Tyson. Uh, they are now. <laughs> it's not a may yeah, seem yeah. they are completely no, 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 biased. I, you I've, know. I've tried to, what I've tried to say is that please don't look at it that way. <laughs> Try and look at it a little bit more objectively. Is that it sort of piggybacks a little bit of what I said in the earlier segment, which is that there wasn't a pressure of expectation for Buster Douglas so he could be free and express himself. And I think, I, I wasn't in his mind, but I think, you know, after a while, he was like, wait a minute, this guy is not, he's not as bad. He's not, he's not, he's not <laughs> as bad as I thought he was. He's not as strong as I thought he was. He doesn't punch as strong as I mm. think, thought he did. I'd like to agree with you on you that. No, maybe, maybe, maybe that's, <laughs> maybe, wait, maybe that's a function of Tyson's not training hard enough. Maybe, I don't know, but, you know, styles make fights. Some people are able to absorb punches a little bit better than some people. And sometimes you just catch a guy on a bad day. Maybe you call him on a bad day, but that's that's neither here nor there. What I was trying to say is that the pressure of it, he could sort of be free. He could let himself go. I, I don't know if you noticed it. You remember, I think you've talked about it before. He did something similar when, that's Buster Douglas, did something similar when he fought Tony Tucker. He, yes, was, yes. he, was, he wasn't expected to beat Tony Tucker. He, you know, just free. What happened then was that obviously he ran out of gas. But what if he had enough stamina to go the distance and not necessarily get caught by Tony Tucker in the end? Perhaps he could have had that victory as well. What I'm, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, but on the other side, Tyson's Tyson had the expectation of wait a minute, you're supposed to knock this guy out in 
35 seconds, however much. So round one goes, having knocked him out. I've barely put the punch. The pressure starts to Round two comes, and the man is still there. He's still be Round three comes, but, and he's not, he's not mm. training properly. He's not in the right frame of mind. I'm trying to get into his mindset to say that could have been a reason. Not to say that. I think what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is that Douglas had the perfect fight. Tyson didn't have the perfect fight. It's it's one of those things where you know you caught him, perfect moment. You know stars aligned, all the light, all the all the planets are in a row kind of thing. Mm. It happens. It happens once in a while, but that that's my own sort you of. You can still. Uh, and I, yeah, I just came in and interrupted you. No, no, but no. Go that's ahead. okay. That's okay because you've been interrupting me. Yeah, you're allowed. You're allowed. <laughs> so, it's more like, yes, the I would thought that this is what you would have said that, and I'm, I'm, speak I'm for me now. yeah, I'm speaking for you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to show you that I, I've I've listened to you because you know we've talked about this off air. Off air and, yeah, you know, yep, yep. That there was another circumstance in the ring. Uh, there was no Team Tyson in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no, yeah. And, and as much oh, as boxing is an individual sport, it's yeah. also a team sport. Oh, yeah, you know, you go, back to the, you go back to your corner after the first round, and you're sitting in that corner, and... There's no information. Just dead silence. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, but, oh, you're doing good. You're doing good. There is nothing, you know... Hell... <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. There wasn't even what, what's that thing that they put on the Oh, basement? the Antwell. There was the, the, the metal thing that they used for the Yeah, they had, I watched the fight a couple of times later. They had um they had a plastic, plastic latex glove, glove with, with, with like ice water ice. in it. Yep. Everybody knows that. Was there even a cut man? I'm not sure if there was and any. There was no cut man. But that goes to show you the thought outside the ring. Oh, yeah, now we're definitely. inside the ring. So inside the ring, the, the whole team was disjointed inside the ring because again, there was this expectation, like mm-hmm, you're saying, mm-hmm. in Tyson's mind as well, mm-hmm. that, that this, guy, this is this not guy is more than two or three rounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he remember because Tyson beat Toka now. He he beat, he didn't knock him out, but we he, had a better team. You know, he, yes, think, and uh, he, 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 he beat Tony Tucker. Then, he beat Tony Tucker. But when there is no one telling you, well, okay, he's catching you with punches as you're coming in with your jab. Uh, do A, B, or C. Mm-hmm, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, uh, you know. Trainer. I'm not a trainer, so I don't really know. You ain't no Andy Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not Costamado or anybody uh-huh. like that. So, uh-huh. But he was just being peppered, and there was nothing, see, n- nothing to say, you know, uh, this, is this is what, what you, you need do. to do. Well, you see, know? that's what I'm saying. Again, it's like the perfect storm on one side and not the perfect storm on the other side. Well, Douglas it, had a team around him that was like, you know, the best for him at that time. Maybe he could have, as he grew up, maybe you get better trainers and all that. But at that time, they were the be- and they were like, you know what, this is what you're doing. You're doing great. They were giving him all the right advice. Because if you say, if we say that Tyson didn't have that, mm-hmm. which is a fact, I'm, I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just yeah, saying it's a fact. Yeah, and, he didn't have that. And it's on the other side, though, Douglas did. Absolutely. And he didn't. And I don't know his relationship with his dad. I know it's good based mm-hmm. on what he said mm-hmm. in public. But as a trainer, we know Mayweather. Mayweather and his dad, I, for a while, he said, look, you know, Mayweather just wanted to have somebody else train him, not his dad. And his uncle. Yeah, his uncle. So 
maybe with that, when your dad is training you, it may, in some cases, it works out well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Joe Calzaghe, yeah. it yeah. worked out yeah. perfectly well. You know, Oscar, Oscar De La Hoya's dad. You know, so, well. so, but for Buster Douglas, it seemed like this is his biggest knight, his biggest supporter, his father, is not there, but that actually worked in his favor. Because, exactly because of the outcome exactly so the other one the other one and this is the big one i think this is the bone of contention you and i have is the um what i call the 13 second count and i think mike tyson oh lord almighty yeah i mean everybody wants to point to that 13 second count but i think that is just no that's like i like to use the, so the football analogy like that's when they say the referee because of the referee that's why we lost or something like that no, no, no. but you see tyson got knocked buster douglas down the referee starts the count. He gets distracted. He doesn't walk away. He doesn't get distracted. No, you need to watch it again. He doesn't, he doesn't he, get distracted. How did he get he distracted? Turned, he turned his face. Then he turned back and continued the count from where he stopped. Maybe it was a second. Maybe it was two. What I'm saying is, if you listen to that count, if you counted from the moment the guy was down to the moment he got up, mm -hmm. it's 13 seconds. If the timekeeper had said, actually, no, 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 no. The guy's been down 10, 10 seconds fight over we would have never gotten the second part of that you know the the douglas knockout of mike tyson mm. what we would have had is well douglas was do the, the narrative would have been douglas was doing great but he got caught with you know the punch that mike tyson always does and that would have been the narrative i think that moment changed the fight for good reasons for douglas i think that moment actually has helped both fighters uh, yeah, he's helped both fighters. What happened mm -hmm. was that, and you hear people say he started the count late. That's what they're saying. That's yeah. what they said. That he can't count, count, count okay. late. Okay. And what? if you look, there's this camera that's sh that's showing the shot of the timekeeper, where the timekeeper is counting at one is at one rate, and the box the the mm -hmm. referee is mm -hmm. counting at another mm -hmm. rate. In boxing, there's only one person who has command in the ring, and that is the 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 ref. Mm -hmm. Now, unless the ref cannot handle it. In a case of where, oh, I think I need help, doctor comes in. Oh, I think I need help, timekeeper comes in. No, otherwise, it is the, the ref that's in the ring. And boxers are trained, you know, from the little that I know is that boxers are trained. Look, it's the ref that you have to look at when the, the guy is counting. And when you look at what happened now, the guy got caught with a punch, yes. a very good punch. Yes. Went down, slammed his hand on the, on, on the canvas, and, you know, took some time to took a few seconds to get his head together got up and went on fighting yes and, and he knew that tyson was going to come and try to kill him there's a, there's time. another thing and, that and, you and, forget and, about that no, Keep going. because it was almost at the end of the round you know but when he if the ref had started the count when everyone okay. is saying that he he would have gotten up earlier he followed the ref's count and that's all you want a boxer to do okay. follow the ref count guess what he did that. He got up. Now, why I say to help both fighters is that let's say it had ended there. Mm -hmm. I think people would have wanted to see that fight again. Wanted I, to? I think, yeah, I think people would have wanted to see that chances fight Chances of again. getting that fight again it, would have been slim to none. Because if... No, because... And, and for Tyson's reputation, he would want to get that fight again. You think Evander Holyfield would have waited again? No, no, no. He he would have still gone to fight Evander Holyfield. Oh, Guess what? Oh, okay. He would have still gone to fight Evander Holyfield. And he would have lost Evander Holyfield. Guess what? And get... Like, first of all, I mean, he didn't have a good fight against Douglas because mm -hmm. we all mm -hmm. agree about that. It mm -hmm. wasn't a good fight. Yeah. Even if you're saying that he lost that, he, he, like he would have lost it if the they counted out yeah, counted yeah, Douglas yeah, yeah, out yeah, in yeah. the eight. So even if that was the case, 
he loses against uh, Holyfield. He loses again against Holyfield. Maybe Holyfield gets a uh, he gets this a is rematch. Obviously, that he doesn't go to jail. Also, yes. So if all of that happened, then you know the Tyson that we have today that everyone loves and and may not be. It really may not be. Do you, and do you know he, that he can't really look back and say, "Oh, tell the funny stories that he's telling." And so it may not be. So it may have really helped both guys because yeah, yeah, if he gets that second fight, you know, again. Don't punch me in the head. I say Douglas beats him the second fight and I probably know. makes it clear. Kind of like a Tava Roy Jones I thing. Think, I think you we, know, we maybe Douglas having... even goes out and asks him, ah, no. Tyson, you we got have, any questions? We've been having a kumbaya <laughs> discussion for a while. I think that is where the line is drawn. If Tyson faced Buster Douglas a second time, mm-hmm. There's no way Douglas beats him. Oh, no yeah, you know, it's interesting that Roy Jones and, and Tyson are fighting this exhibition fight because that, that's, the, an, that's <laughs> the analogy <laughs> that I can give that, okay, ta- the first fight, you know, Tava lost the first fight to Roy Jones yes. slimly. Yes. Let's say, and that, let's say Tyson had lost it. It was slim. It was a, it was a controversial decision, so to speak. I, I don't I, think, I don't think. You know, but on the, on the second fight, I, I mean, so. Tava really just, he just nailed he nailed the coffin shots. Yeah, he 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 did referee judge right hand left hand. I think <laughs> this is this is this is probably going to segue into our third third point on everything. But I think it's it's almost impossible for lightning to strike the same place twice. On February eleventh, nineteen ninety, Buster Douglas had the perfect fight. Mm. Perfect fight. It's unlikely that he would have had a second perfect fight. I just gave you an example. Now I just gave you the Roy Jones Tower fight. See, that, and again, this I just the, gave you an yeah, example. but this sort of helps transition into the third point, which is post um, after yeah, the fight, after the fight kind of, uh, the scenarios, circumstances, circumstances yeah, which is after the fight, after the fight, outside the ring. Yeah, you know, Tyson never got the rematch with um, um, Buster Douglas. Mm-hmm. He never got the opportunity to avenge, quote unquote, the loss. I think it sort of taints his legacy a little bit. I don't think it does no. really. Okay, Tar- and that's a good example. The Tarver and um, um, Hopkins, uh, Tarver and um, mm. what's his name? Roy Jones. Tarver and Roy right. Jones' legacies is a good way to sort of. Okay, it. okay. Antonio Tarver had a legacy or a track record before he fought Roy Jones. Mm. His legacy and track record is, in my opinion, a lot better than Buster Douglas's legacy and track record prior to Mike Tyson. Otherwise. Arguably. Otherwise, yeah. no, otherwise, Douglas would not have been a 42 to 1 underdog. He would have been maybe a 20 to 1, 15 to 1. I want to believe that Tava was not that big an underdog when he fought Mike Tyson. Um, yeah, but it was more so because of the aura of Mike Tyson, not yeah. so the okay. ability. Let me ask you this question. They looked at the aura. Let of- me ask you this question, though. Let me ask you this question. Do you think if Tyson had fought Holyfield in 1990 or 89 Holyfield would have been a 42 to 1 underdog of course not now because of his legacy because of Holyfield's legacy his, as well his legacy his skill yeah, his, see, his, his talent his see, that, everything that, together exactly, see that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying Holyfield had a pre-Tyson legacy pre-1990 legacy that was that had a body of work that showed that he's a good enough competitor to Mike Tyson whereas Douglas didn't have that mm. I don't know where this one is landing. Help me where it's going to Yeah, so what I'm saying is that the last circumstance, the last issue is that he doesn't have that post-Tyson legacy. I'm 
I'm, again, I'm speaking from a position of bias. Tyson's legacy, in my opinion, is the, 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 the biggest weight on his legacy is not even the losses to Holyfield and um, what's his name? Um, Lennox Lewis. I don't even think those ones are we're talking of, about legacy yeah, and boxing, not, those right? Are, those losses are not thought of in that line as the loss to Douglas. Just it's like uh, those are secondary losses. But here's what I'm going to Go say ahead. about that, and, and this is something. It's like we always look at that fight that oh, it was a bad day for Tyson. Exactly. As opposed to it was a good day. Buster Douglas. Exactly. That's that's why you know, and I and I have been on the opposite side, where it's a good day for Buster Douglas. Not in other words, Buster Douglas was just far better in every single way on that day. And no, on that and, day. And, right? and, and since we're talking about outside the ring, and if he didn't get a rematch, and I believe that if he did get a rematch, if he did get a rematch, he trained even more because obviously Where's the only the way, of that, the though? only way that. The, where was the evidence that he was going to win in the first no, place? No, no, no. no, no. Where was the evidence that he no, was no. going to win in the first place? So the only way that he would have he, that, that because he would he's like, well, I've won this and they've taken it from me. They've taken it from me. They've taken everything. No, as yeah. a champion. No, no, no. Uh, if yeah, even as a champion, yeah, as a champion, because they they you know first of all not giving him the belts at the time they were supposed to give it to him. Still saying that this guy, no, that was luck. It wasn't. I mean, it's not going to be a Hasim Rahman situation. No, I don't think it would have been that type of situation. I think, because I think his game plan, it wasn't a one punch. And we all know it wasn't one punch that knocked knocked the the great Mike Tyson down and out. So this is what I'm saying. Rahman, no, Rahman, crap, why did I want to get Um, (laughs) Douglas. Douglas beat Mike Tyson, became the heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. His very next fight after that, he lost to yes. Evander Holyfield. He never attained the heights of that performance again against Mike Tyson. He never attained that mm-hmm. height again. Over, mm-hmm. So in my eye, I look at that and say, there is no evidence that Buster Douglas could have sustained the level he was that night when he beat Mike Tyson. On the other hand, Tyson went to prison, came out of prison, and became heavyweight champion again because he he, no, no, no. he had he had the name. He's, no, no, he's going no, no. to get the chances. See, no, what I'm saying is, after Douglas lost to Holyfield, he had the opportunity to rebuild his name. Mm-hmm. You use you use this guy as an example. One of our last episodes, one of our previous boxing episodes, Bernard Hopkins. Remember, Bernard Hopkins lost his first mm-hmm. fight, mm-hmm. but he didn't let that define him. He transformed himself and became yes. the middleweight champion. He pr- he could have been a journeyman fighter. Just one of those guys that you pick up and you say, oh, once you lose, you're like, oh, let's just use that guy as somebody that can help. Mm-hmm. But Bernard Hopkins said, no, I'm going to be better. I'm going to improve myself. And he improved himself. Douglas had that opportunity after the Holyfield loss to, to reinvent himself, get himself back to that level. But for some reason, I don't know whatever it is, it never yeah, happened. There could be a lot of reasons. Yeah, it never happened. That, so. so Tyson didn't get the opportunity to fight him again. And sort of, it sounds but he could he could have you know you know that he could have they could have i mean ah, well, you both camps forget. both you camps could no, talk and you everything forget, you, you forget that he went to jail like mm-hmm. two or three fights mm-hmm. four fights after he went to jail and he was in jail for six years and by that time douglas was no longer a household name i didn't maybe i didn't stop boxing i don't know but see again that's what i'm saying suppose 
Buck Douglas had maintained himself as a relatively good middleweight. Even when Tyson came out... Heavyweight, you mean. Yeah. Heavyweight. <laughs> even if Tyson came out of, even when Tyson came out of prison, that fight would have been there because Douglas is still regarded, regarded as sixth or fifth mm-hmm. or fourth-ranked mm-hmm. heavyweight. But Douglas just still just nosedived after that. Yeah. And again, Tyson never got the opportunity to have to, to erase that quote-unquote blemish on his career. He, he tried to get the opportunity, he tried to erase the blemish against um, Holyfield. Unfortunately, Holyfield was just better than him and he beat him again. Oh, man. What did you say? Did you say? Oh, did no. you say? Holyfield, no. <laughs> Holyfield was better. You know, I was one of the people that used to think, oh, what would have happened oh, if goodness. he fought in 89? Maybe Tyson would have. Maybe Tyson yeah, would have beat him. I was one of those but who always after, said that. No, after, this guy. After listening to you and sort of reading <laughs> some of those documents and understanding that, wait a minute. Tyson actually didn't had the opportunity to fight him yeah, yeah. in 87, in 88, 89. Those were Tyson's prime years. Mm-hmm. And he didn't fight him. Right. So start start putting some question marks. Yeah, in start to put but, some question but, marks but, in Yeah. yeah. I, For me, I, start to put some question I, marks. I think when we talk about this and the things that happened outside the ring after def, the biggest one was his loss to Holyfield and the manner of which he lost to Holyfield. That basically kind of crushed any hopes for a rematch with Tyson mm-hmm. because all of this too is this is professional stuff now mm-hmm. this is professional uh, uh, sports so money is involved mm-hmm. and so it's more like who's going to even want to see that fight because even after Tyson came out if if he really wanted to fight I'm sure the two camps can talk to each other and it's like okay we're going to set up the fight and from setting up the fight talk money I mean look at the 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 Roy Jones, the and I want to say entertainment. I guess that's what it's all about. The exhibition fight. Yeah. I mean, they wanted to have that fight when Roy Jones moved up to heavyweight and beat when he beat uh, Ruiz. Sorry. They didn't have it then. They're not having it now because they can talk to each other. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's one of those things that could have been made, but it wasn't. And that was a key thing because that didn't happen. But I say that. What if it did happen? And then. What if that circumstance did actually work out in Buster Douglas's favor that he actually did win the sec- the rematch? Then, then <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. Then Buster Douglas would be given the recognition that he deserved. Well, I, don't you think I, so? I think he's still given the recognition he's deserved. I think amongst you know, maybe amongst boxing, um, yeah, I think he's still given the recognition maybe. because I mean, when you, I'm sure if the people talk about schools of. Uh, uh, boxing schools and you know someone like Tyson who is a real student of boxing knows this that that fight that he fought that night that's probably fights that you can use to teach people how to box yeah. <laughs> so but the thing was that if if he did win that second fight obviously then the aura of Tyson is really, really exactly. Good. He probably even doesn't even he doesn't even get have, a get yeah, a another. Get you know, we know the guy who you don't like to call his name will probably drop him like a hot potato. Uh, probably, on. but <laughs> but then Definitely. you know, who knows? Maybe he reinvents himself in a different way, like he's done already. Now, and yeah. you know, uh, but I think what what for whatever the circumstances that happened after the fight, him obviously going to. Uh, the jail and all the ruckus that happened after that. You know, it is what it is. They are where they are. 
they've <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's worked out yeah. uh for them one way or the other and you know history has been made yes, or his, history yeah, was made and history yeah. uh we learn from history those i mean that probably in that night for any boxer would uh any boxer who's anybody who's a student of boxing would say look if this man can lose in this way then anybody can, anybody lose. can lose and at the other the, on the other spectrum is the ones who don't have the opportunity and see Buster Douglas say, look, if he can actually win in this way, then I can win. Exactly. You know? exactly. So exactly. I, I think that's the positive outcomes of, of what happened. Yeah. To, to finish it off and maybe to sort of um, help or sort of round up that um, legacy thing is unfortunately for for um, Douglas, he, he, he only has that moment. That's 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 the sad part for me. But it's sad for you. No, but no, no. for well, me, it's not because, no. frankly, if he had another moment, for me, I think because wouldn't he wouldn't he now be in the in the higher echelon of heavyweights? Sometimes you only need to do some things once, and maybe he didn't want to be no, in the higher no, echelon of heavyweights. I'm not talking about him personally. Maybe for for um, even if you talk about boxers within that era, from the late mid to late eighties to mid to late 90s and put the, the sort of great boxers, mm-hmm. the middleweight, the, the, the middle-tier boxers, don't you get a sense that Douglas is is perceived as a one-hit wonder as opposed to a good musician? Yeah, you're using it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I like the way you take no, that no, one. No, I, like, I like I'm the way you take it. I'm serious, you know. don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's my own... But to use your to use to since you're using my words against me, let me use your words against you okay. and say that uh, was it? It's not Eminem. Was the other? Uh, uh, was the other guy that raps that uh, that had this one hit? That Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Oh, see, that's exactly the thing. <laughs> but then you say, but you you still regard Vanilla Ice's fame as wow as yeah. yeah. But so, but even that Vanilla Ice thing, <laughs> when you're talking about when you're talking about the great musicians of the time. Mm-hmm. They're they're great musicians, and then there's Vanilla Ice. He's on the other side. He's the he's the he's the top of the one hit wonder chart. <laughs> you know, he's the top of the one hit wonder kind of chart. Kind okay, of so you want to say that Buster Douglas is the top of the one hit wonder for for boxing, but so to speak? Do you do you are just Douglas um, um, um sort of a Douglas fan yeah. basically? Do, do you basically, for perception? what he did, because before that I didn't know him. Yeah, so, I mean, so, I didn't. So do you yeah. get that perception? I wish for him. I guess what I'm trying to say is I wish for him he's not, maybe in my own mind, he's not looked at as the one-hit wonder guy. Yeah. He's looked at as a, a decent heavyweight or even a good heavyweight that had that victory. I as think. opposed to a, a Jekko Jekko. Uh, hey, Jekko Jekko. Yeah, sort of, you know, sort of uh, halfway there. And, and here's where I, I think, and maybe people would agree or disagree with me, I see him as, yes, a good heavyweight. I see him as uh, a person who he wanted to fight, he loved to fight, and he had the skill, he displayed it. Obvious, there are different levels, yeah. like you're saying, at different levels. But mm-hmm. he, his goal was to become heavyweight champion of the world. And he actually became undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Now, there's another goal to be the best fighter ever. ever. Yeah, I guess you know, people that was Muhammad Ali's goal. I guess he's, he's, he was going to be the greatest of all, of all times. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So even when he lost, he, he was back. going, he went back. Uh, Holyfield's goal also was, and that's probably even what 
hop, one of one of the reasons why he didn't fight Tyson right after the fight. Right after right after the Buster Douglas uh victory over because mm-hmm. uh, he could have. But his goal was to become heavyweight champion of the world. And so to go and fight Tyson after the Buster Douglas fight, even though they were going to pay him a whole lot of money, <laughs> didn't make sense because did they he trying to make that fight and then Tyson he, he Maybe wanted they were trying to, to make that no fight. no because Tyson fought several times before no no he you, went, obviously you know. try to make the fight and then maybe for financial reasons or something it just doesn't work out and then the guy has to fight somebody else but I think eventually maybe eventually if Tyson had never gone to jail mm-hmm. eventually maybe ninety one. Maybe ninety two. Yeah, they would have maybe fought. No, if he didn't, if he didn't, if he didn't go to jail, they would, have, to. they would have fought, and Holyfield would have been the champion oh, when they fought. Where, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, I think when they fought, when they finally met, I think Tyson was the champion. I think they were both. Yeah, you know, they were both something champions. like that. Was Tyson? I think they were trying to unify the title because I know Tyson had won the WBC and the. You mean had, from uh, Frank Bruno, Bruno no, or something Bruno. like that? Oh, yeah, Bruno. What's that? Guy? Was it Sheld? No, what's that? Yeah, some guy, some guy, forget the guy. <laughs> yeah, see where it's like. That's how you see the guy. But anyway, never mind. So, but this is good. This is good. Uh, we are not at each other's throats in this one. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think when we when we first started having this discussion, I was on fully on one side. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to look at it from the other other side. But over the year, over the the time we've had these conversations and sort of done a lot of research, I've, I've given. I have started giving Douglas more of the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and. Like Tyson, don't come for me. I sort of started <laughs> sort of demystifying Tyson a little bit because, again, the caliber of fighters he was fighting, and I think Tyson is given this. He's given the um, sort of um, um, benefit of the doubt now because he's a little bit more of a likable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 I mean, and he takes the loss. He yeah, takes he the loss with a grain of salt. I mean, yeah, exactly. He, he's, he's sort of he's in a better place yeah, now. If he was still the persona of the baddest man on the planet, the um, sort of this mean, vicious guy. You know, he's become a little bit more of a likable. I think that fellow. was yeah, because I think that, that was taken. Maybe I'm wrong to say it was taken away from him. Yeah. But, uh, it's, sorry, yeah. it's even it's even it's even similar to um, what's his name? George Foreman. George right? Foreman. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, George yeah. Foreman had this you know <laughs> bad man attitude, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there were quite a number of people that were happy when he lost to um, Ali. To Ali, like, yeah, ah, yeah yep. get rid of him. But he came back. As this lovable, cuddly yep, yep. person, grandfather, and the he's guy sort with of the grill. Changed, he's changed his persona, <laughs> and now his persona is so great that we we sort of forgive him. Mm-hmm. He even jokes about it. Yeah, he, he jokes, jokes about, about it. it. So, so it's and the same thing. It's kind of history, yeah, yeah. history repeating yeah, itself. Sort of for that. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. All right, so <laughs> we've taken quite a bit of time to talk about this. So, um, did you did you want to? Um, you know, this is this is good because uh, this is our final episode for, for the season, season. Oh, really yes wow, we have arrived to the end of the season <laughs> and oh yes it is our final episode however remember we're still going to have us what we call what do we call this thing we, we call the we call it the end of season review yeah, yeah and yeah. this is a chance where you know because we started this thing as if we're in a living room or at a party mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everybody's talking mm-hmm. and obviously we want people to join in. So listeners, this is the time to just, you know, let's, let's do an end of season review. Let's, yeah. let's talk about things that we've talked about through the season and let's have a banter together. Yeah. I would, I would love that. I would love that. So please, again, if you, if you want to be part of the show, just send us a tweet, classic sports B1, 
go on an Instagram page and say, hey, I wanted to, I wanted to discuss that time break. I made a stupid comment about Kanu. I want to discuss the three mm. uh, uh, African teams that did what I Or the one that everybody is right now is just, is just going crazy about that. How can you say Morocco 1986 was the best African team at the World Cup. I to still, date. I still think he was having an out of body experience. I'm not. Sh- I, I I don't know what was going on. So there's on tons life. and tons and tons to talk about. You can also send us an email. Yeah. Uh, Classic sports banter at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of those topics, and we will you know, hopefully we'll we we uh, we can't take everybody, but mm-hmm. we'll 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 work on doing our best exactly. so that the voices exactly. of our our listeners are heard and they can all the criticism that uh that great guy is giving me they can tell this great guy that look i'm a child you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah i appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) all right so um this is uh, i guess this is the end of the season like demela said so uh it's been fun we'll probably come back in a few months time a few weeks time yes 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 try and um, get some more episodes for you guys so to that end, this is me signing out. I'm Fuega. And this is Dimola Thank you very signing much. off. Listen, Until next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Classic Sports Banter Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to subscribe with every get your podcast. We often come out with an episode every other week. Thank you for listening. Until next time.